Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. Hey, I'm Johnny Nguyen, founder of The Venture Out, the best way to get your morning started. So sign up at TheVentureOut.com. And I'm Bo, the resident dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> story checks out. Okay. <laughs> I'd like, like to also quickly introduce the Patreon page, which we will find in our show notes. Uh, this is where you can kindly donate a couple of bucks if you feel like it and give us some of that patronage to let us continue doing what we love to do here. And you get exclusive access to cool stuff. If you, the listener, love us, the podcasters, as much as we love you, mm. then please donate. Every little bit helps. Bo's child is, <laughs> by definition, being neglected right now because he's here. <laughs> yes. Well, well, I was thinking about we should do maybe like uh, do what does NPR do? Like the silent drive? <laughs> What's the silent drive? Uh, y'all don't listen to NPR? I do. I don't know what like, the silent the, drive the is. Once that? a year they do the drive? Yeah, the once they, 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 they ask people, they go, we're down doing the silent drive. And they tell you about it. But that didn't sound silent. What's the silent? What's the silent designate? I've never heard of it called silent drive. Oh, you never heard? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's just I, the, yeah. I just heard it called the drive. The drive. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, well, speaking of silent drive, that reminded me. So, like, I, I just visited my, my mom, uh, and, like, I rented a, a new Camry from uh, Enterprise, whatever. And it had all this, like, extra crap in it that I've never had in a car before. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had the cruise control set, right? 75, 74. Wink, wink. And, um, and so... It would do this thing. I would have the cruise control set, and it would just slow down to like sixty all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. And I was thinking that it was like cutting off, but I guess it has like a, a like a radar, and it would if there was a car in front of me, it would like uh to it would set the distance between me and the car and then slow it down. But I didn't. Re- it took me like four hours into the trip to realize what it was doing, and I was like, oh man. And it had it would always beep when I would um when I would, change lanes, and there's something in. Yeah, it would it would beep all the time for that, and then uh, it, but it would also jerk the car back into the lane. Ooh. Yeah. It had like a, it, there was a it mechanical, it would. Lane assist? Yeah, I guess Lane something like that. It, w- it would stop you from like in case you were like sleepy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So knowing you, Lance, mm-hmm. did the thought cross your head that the car was possessed? <laughs> not possessed, but I don't know, man. It was just like too, way too fancy. And I was like, I would rather have it not doing all this stuff. It was like trying too hard to help me. And it would all, it would freak me out one because I wasn't used to it. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is more dangerous because I'm like not used to it yet. Yeah. I mean, it, it does feel like, uh, the person that was giving you the car should have told, told you, you about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is, I did mean, you, did you check the back seat for clowns? <laughs> <laughs> like I do. Don't we all? <laughs> right, right before I take off, but then every five miles. <laughs> nope. nope. Still no clowns. All right. <laughs> oh, man. oh man. We're, we're way out of, okay. So today is, uh, Wednesday, April 25th, 2018. And, uh, the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. Still waiting for that profound thing to <laughs> kick in, really? by the way. We're like 36 episodes in now. I feel like we get a, a profound every uh, every two episodes. What do you think, Bo? One Pro- profound? profound? Per two? I would say amateur found. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that. See? And that counts. Ding. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get things started off with uh, our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Okay. All right, first story here we got here. Uh, nearly all applicants for a visa to enter the United States will be asked to submit their social media usernames for the past five years under proposed State <laughs> Department rules. That, uh, good luck with that. What do you mean good luck with that? Well, okay, well, well, I'm trying to think of, I guess, it's who are they trying to get at. 
Uh, people, so, okay, so one, there's only a subset of countries that have to get a visa to get here. So, like, Canada, I don't think you need a visa. I don't know, maybe Australia and, and the UK, you don't need a visa. But, like, if you're coming from, I guess, India, you probably got to apply for a visa. And then as part of that, mm-hmm. they're asking for your, like, your MySpace, Facebook, Instagram. MySpace? Yeah, that, that was listed. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they're going to see, I don't know, probably see, like, my yeah. we, not my, but, like, some, some, uh, some Indian kids, like, we GIF. <laughs> From like the early 2000s. <laughs> Sir, is this how you really rank your friends? <laughs> mm. Yeah, right? I don't know. And, uh, and, and I guess it also had your local foreign social media stuff on there. So like I think like v- we do or something like that was like the Chinese one or something. Yeah, like yeah. It's like Zango. WeMo or something. Yeah, WeMo, the Chinese yeah. Facebook was there. So they're like going to, I guess, check to see if you're talking trash about Trump <laughs> and like not let you in the country. And what do they do with it though? Not let you in the country. Based on what? What's the criteria? Well, it's all hidden, right? But yeah. presumably, if you've been talking trash about the government or whatever, they're going to, you know, either give you more scrutiny or not let you in at all. And I think that that is a well. Pretty soon, the other countries going to start doing that, right? Well, China's doing it. I uh, talk about it every week. Well, no, well, China was doing the social credit, right? They're not doing the visas. Not that I know of. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Mm, I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of like weird to do one, not the other. I I'm going to go into. Um, I don't know. We're going to go to some foreign country or something. Oh, you just came from like, China. Did they ask for any of your stuff? No, they didn't ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Well, so, so are we against this? Yes. I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. So advocate for it then. Okay. Devil? If somebody is applying for a visa, comes to the United States to visit, and I check out their social media, and it's all this hate message about the United States and capitalism and democracy, then I'm going to err on denying that visa. Because, because America is a bastion of free speech. And so the the argument against something like that, assuming it needs to be made, mm-hmm. is that it has a chilling effect. And if basically you're saying that you're going to get your privileges uh, revoked or get some type of harsh treatment if you get here, then you're basically telling uh, the rest of the world that the United States does not actually value free speech, which is supposed to be like the whole thing of, of America. You know, so you can talk trash about like uh, uh, protesting the government is totally legal. How, and, okay, and so yeah, so, so especially re- on social media. So someone revise that and say, I, I will uh, kill people and I will do all these things to harm people who believe in democracy and capitalism. Do you, do you deny that visa? Well, yeah, that's a crime. That's like a threat. Why is that a threat? Is that a threat? Is yeah, that it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a threat. But is that illegal? Uh, I would say it's illegal. pretty close to. I mean, you're doing it in a sarcastic tone. So, but if you were to be serious about it, then yes, that would. Well, be who kind of who defines serious? But like, there's two different things between uh, well, saying. If you're talking about the great country of America, <laughs> uh, a jury of twelve peers, right? Uh, well, I suppose no. It's going to be like it's going to be like some agent at the airport or or some guy. Uh, well, I'm talking about Johnny's American citizen. Oh, okay. Yeah, but did, but did, did you say an Asian at the airport? <laughs> That's Asian. true. We should have Asians at the airport judging everybody coming in and out. We are TSA. very. We have T- no yeah, uh, transportation security Asian. Yep. <laughs> yep. We have zero unconscious biases. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, are we never implicit bias? Yeah, mine's just all explicit. Explicit bias. It's right there. Just like, just don't even, don't even, Ahmed, don't even try. Says John Kelly. Uh, who I don't even know who he is. What is he? A chief of staff? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a chief of staff, something like that. He uh, he's a Trump's he's, gatekeeper, right? <laughs> so so to speak. He's got my dream job. Him and uh, Hannity <laughs> says uh, John Kelly actually wanted to go further. He wanted to get their passwords. Uh, he he said during some congressional testimony, not just like their username, so we can you know Google it. He wanted oh. to to log in as them and get their stuff. What? 
uh, that's not the official policy yet, but you know that's where they're trying to go with it. This is a guy who's at the height of power in the, in, the, in the country. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I mean, what if they just go? I don't know. Media, social media. What? Yeah. That's what, what I would is do. This? Especially when 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 my last name is Win. Good luck finding me on social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know there's like 30 of you at work. <laughs> uh, that said, though, so like lying on a form is fraud, fraud. So you can go to jail for that. Hmm. Well, if you just don't fill it out, mm, then they won't let you in all country. Mm. Well, yeah, it's okay. not good. <laughs> it's, it's not As good. Lance would say, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how it, they get it you. It is how they get you. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> you have to make a fake social media account. That's what they should They should make fake uh Pro, like I'm a good boy. Social media account, and it's been around for like three weeks. <laughs> well, this is a million dollar idea, my yeah. friends. We market this business to people applying for visas and say, "Hey, we will create these social media profiles <laughs> for you." Okay. Like, like we'll start some now, and then that way it has history built on it. And okay. they, we can just say, "Hey, this has been yours for the last several years." I yeah. mean, that's that is a good idea. I do feel like our clientele is uh, the less savory, <laughs> more uh, terroristy type. Hello, I am Bob Isis son. Yeah. Uh, I would like a. <laughs> so we take their I money would like profile, please, and then we turn them into the cops and John uh, Kelly. Well, I'm not yeah. doing either of those things. <laughs> so that's that's how we get get you. Yeah, that's how you, <laughs> you two. <laughs> I don't want to be on either side of that of that interaction. Not too late. You're already your part. I guess so. Huh? Yeah, this conspiracy right here. All right. Uh, Next news item, uh, NFL cheerleaders are underpaid and have to work under draconian and likely discriminatory rules. Have you guys heard anything about this? <laughs> Dr- draconian? Yeah, it's crazy. That's funny. There was Okay, so so the whole thing, there was What's a... What's the definition of draconian? Mm, uh, I think it. it's uh, if you breathe fire and you <laughs> fly around and you terrorize castles. I think uh, I think you have to have uh, white hair and be a, a douche to Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, dragonian. Uh, no, that's Dr- Draco Malfoy. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, or Dr- the brother of the Khaleesi. <laughs> well, wait. Was the name Draco? Uh, no. No, he's just saying he's white haired. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Draconian, it was a, like, uh, who was it? Uh, it was a philosopher, not, not Draco, but. Uh, Draco the legislator. Draco the legislator? Yeah, that's what popped up on Google. Okay. Uh, draconian, adjective, of laws and their application, excessively harsh and severe. Okay. Okay. So the the background to this is there was a New Orleans Saints cheerleader who like uh, posted a picture on her Instagram of like a like a fitness photo or whatever. So I guess she was in a, a bikini or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, trying to show off her uh, physique because she's like trying to you know get modeling work or something like that. Probably actually, I don't I, I don't think she was able to do modeling work. I think it was like prohibited. But anyway, she got in trouble for posting a picture fully clothed. Well, bikini or whatever on uh, Instagram, and like the Saints people called her like a slut and a harlot. Wow! And they fired her. So then, like the rules for the cheerleaders came out as part of like her complaint. Excuse me. So one, I think they made like like a hundred dollars a game or something like that. Like if that. So, so and then if you and they don't get paid for practice and they don't get paid for appearances and they like have to sell like person to person like calendars at the mm-hmm. games. Um, let's see. You had to like stay at a certain weight they would like weigh you all the time and then call you fat if you're like one pound over or whatever mm-hmm. um is this in the rules yeah this is like in the official rules of like yeah. being at least a you're, over, you're one pound overweight you're officially on probation probably okay and, and they can't fraternize with the players cannot fraternize with the players if if a cheerleader is at a party and a player shows up she has to leave okay that's terrible <laughs> So like some of these cheerleaders were trying to act as like bartenders and stuff. So like if the if a if a player one there's like a thousand players in the league, and like if and mm-hmm. if any one of the I don't know fifty or seventy on the on your team come to like I don't know one of the bars in New Orleans where you work, mm-hmm. then you have to leave by by definition or whatever. That's that's really not good. And the players have no rules that they have to do or whatever. They can go there. 
the cheerleaders can't follow a, a player on a social media or have a player follow them, but the players can follow whoever. And like the players can hit on the girls all they want to, but yeah. like, it, but like if a cheerleader gets caught, yeah, it sounds fraternizing. Uh, yeah, it sounds it, horrible. Well, it sounds like uh, the cheerleaders don't have a very strong union. If yeah. any, yeah, no, clearly not, right? So hopefully something comes out of this, and and, and they start getting like because one, I thought cheerleaders were like making a lot of money because like the players are getting five million, mm-hmm. and yeah. the coaches are all getting a bunch of money, and there's like a billion dollar TV deal, and the cheerleaders are getting like two dollars an hour when you add it all up. I'm like, yeah. I never really thought the cheerleaders got a lot of money, but I would think not like rich, but I thought they were like I thought that was their only job. These like girls have, well, to have other jobs. Yeah, I would think you'd well, but they can they can I don't know. Can they market themselves as but, a cheerleader? But still not, yeah. fair. but but still not fair though. If you play put on equal playing grounds with the football players, if that's if that's the case, then football players you should get paid zero and just work off of sponsors and work off of, well, you know. No, no, that, I'm, that, not, that, I'm, I'm saying, saying that, I'm not saying that. Like the, the I don't want to bring everybody down. To no, I'm just giving level. the I'm just giving the equivalent for the shock factor. Say, hey, that's you know mm. that's how unfair it is. Okay, she posted a photo of herself in a one piece outfit. In January, Saints officials accused her, despite her protests, of breaking rules that prohibit cheerleaders from appearing nude, semi-nude, or in lingerie. Uh, For this indiscretion and amid an inquiry about her attending a party with Saints players, another regulation that she denies violating, she was fired after what she said were three largely trouble-free seasons. Well, that's uh, that's kind of weird because that's the only cheerleader news I've heard, like, ever. So. I've I yeah. like I've heard rumblings of them being really underpaid before. Yeah. And so that's kinda why I wanted to bring it to the Junto show because I, I thought it was kinda like under underknown how bad the conditions are. And it's not like they're slaves or whatever, but I think it's underknown how bad re- relatively bad the conditions for NFL cheerleaders, right? There's so much money being it's tossed a, around. It's surprisingly low. Yeah, for them yeah. to be like a big part of it, like the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders even, right? Well they're, they probably make the most. No, I don't think so. You know what? Let me look up Dallas Cowboy cheerleader pay. What do you think it is, guys? I don't know. Much. I would say the Probably highest. Equivalent. Yeah, I would highest say like twenty dollars. They get they get a, uh, three teacher salaries. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's my unit of measurement. Teacher salary. So a teacher salary, I'll, I'll go on the low end because it's probably what like thirty grand or whatever. Yeah. So you're thinking ninety grand for a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Yeah, I'm saying seventy plus. Okay, Johnny, what do you say? I'm gonna say like ten thousand. One hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. A who, year? I'm thinking a year, not a. Year. $150 a year? That's what pops up for Google. So it's, let's see, I'm going to read the, the thing here. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders whose grueling audition and training process has been well documented are similarly stingy. The women make $150 per home game and there is no pay for rehearsals of which there are many. So there's what, 12 games? No, only the home games too. So there's yeah. what, like six home games? Okay. So they're making like, I don't know, what, $900 a, a year? So no, no matter how you slice it, they're getting screwed, and something should change about this. No, they can't even get screwed. They can't meet the, can't meet the players. <laughs> Massive eye roll from Johnny. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was getting, getting dark there. All right. So okay, that's that's there. Uh, okay. Let's see. Next story here. Uh, okay. James Comey, good or bad? Johnny. Relatively good. False. Bo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. I would say he, he he seems like he has heart in the right place. I think he thinks he has his heart in the right place. And I can, I see, so I bring it up because he's been doing all these interviews for his book tour. Yeah. And it's just been so much. And like, I think I get. Which I got the book. Oh, did you really? Yes. And I'm about third way through. So, so what do you think so far? Well, uh, should, is that pop culture or is that no, hot thing? news? That's news. It's newsy news? Yeah, it's good news. Okay. Yeah. It's. It's not too bad. I mean, it's uh, I haven't got. That's a good review. Stuff. Not too bad. <laughs> says 
Bo Peacock is yeah. the Winter well, Show. Supposedly, it's a book on leadership, Johnny. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's in the title right. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like, um, it, it really is just like how, uh, like, most of the book right now is leaders don't lie. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> Says that the head of the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so, that for a second. But but pretty much he talks about kind of his early childhood and his early career and his path towards getting up to uh, director of the FBI. Yeah. So... That's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm right when he's uh, uh, it's deputy attorney general uh, in the Bush administration. Oh, has now. he told the story yet about the uh, the AG being uh, incapacitated yet? The oh no no I haven't got to that okay. part. Yet. That's the one thing I that's like about him. Next. That story is the one thing I like about him. Everything else trash. Yeah, well, I, th- there was a there was one story in there that I was like, oh, that hurt. Wedgie? The, no, no, no. There wasn't a wedgie. He already he had a wedgie. No, he had a he had a, a baby die right after Little Oh, yeah. So that was kind of... I heard about that. Uh, come mm. on. You can't say that after I hate on the guy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't wish to tell anybody. All right. Uh, all right. And that's the Hot Take News. For all of us here at News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. We'll be uh, right back after this. Welcome back to the Junta Show. I'm Johnny. I'm Lance. And I'm Bo. And won't you all come enter the captain's ready room with me? That sounds creepy. <laughs> that sounds creepy. Okay. Do you want to try it again? This, no, this is going to go on the Patreon. <laughs> no, no, that's all good. Okay. So captain's ready room, this is where we talk deep philosophy on life and leadership. So I got a question for you all today, a concept really, and see what you all... Um, see where y'all weigh in. Maybe right. it's like a one-minute conversation, but we'll see where it goes. All right, hit me with it. Okay. I don't like the way I sound it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this captain's rear room is getting kinky. <laughs> so the concept is... <laughs> you like that, like that book? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I'm ready. This, come on. So, so let's say there's a company out there. Mm-hmm. All right. That, let's say they produce uh, lots and lots of clothing. They produce lots and lots of clothing, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's called, it's called I think it's Sorry. called like fast fashion or something like that, right? Okay. Oh, is this a real company? No, no, it's a type of trend in industry where um, companies who are producing fast fashion, I say in quotes kind of, mm-hmm. where it's not highly durable clothing, but they're just trying to keep up with the pace of new fashion trends. Ah, so yes. their whole goal as a um, capitalistic company is to try sell, sell, sell. You all buy, 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 and I make more money, right? Money, money, money. So the problem, though, is with all this clothing out there, it's just polluting. It's all going to the junkyards. Some people are giving to charity thinking that that's a good place for it to go. But when, in fact, it's just way too much clothing out there, and not all of it is being used. So it just fills up the landfills. Okay. All right. So You guys throw away your clothes? I usually donate, thinking it'll go someplace good. My but, clothes kind of disintegrate around my body. <laughs> <laughs> that's true your, your shorts do look like, <laughs> like you fed them through the, the lawnmower <laughs> yeah uh, okay. wait so so do the clothes we donate not like greatly improve the life of some homeless guy like I think they do no <laughs> like I feel like I'm doing something when I like go to the uh, exactly uh, you it, used it, to go to the YMCA <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, look at that homeless guy wearing those cross colors <laughs> there was actually a great episode on uh, NPR um, Planet Money where there's this article about um, the, the 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 podcast talking about the, the person was in Africa and notices the the African was wearing a shirt saying hey you know like this high school class of nineteen ninety whatever like oh, yeah. 
the heck? Let me try to trace that back to where it came from. Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl champion <laughs> <laughs> shirt on some Kenyan kid. So, so yeah, they, they basically traced it all the way back to the owner who originally had it in America. And along the way, they found out that, yeah, only a very tiny subset of these clothing actually make it to somebody who actually uses it on the other end. Most of them, though, just land in landfills in heaps of trash. And I think even some African countries are like, hey, stop sending all this stuff over. We don't need all this stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. You know. and, uh, so, so so that's the bad side of fast fashion, as they call it, and just the consumerism of just so much stuff. Okay. Right? So balance that between a clothing company that is – like I, I like the company United by Blue, and their mo- I'm wearing a shirt by them right now, mm-hmm. right? And their motto is for every uh, clothing you buy from them, they remove a pound of trash from the oceans. Okay, okay. nice. Yeah. That's, All right. Okay. So you're wearing a pound of trash. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you, can I guess, bar- you can barely tell though, Johnny. <laughs> well, thank like, you. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Z- Zoolander. Uh, uh, they're yeah. leak fashion. <laughs> ah, yes. you Thank you. They're leak my balls. <laughs> One of my favorite lines is out. Uh, now we're explicit. <laughs> and now we're explicit. <laughs> That's why we're explicit. My tennis balls. Oh, oh that, you saved us. <laughs> Put us back on Disney. So, so I guess my question to you guys is, like, in terms of morals and ethics, how do we feel about that? Like, well, like to, I, I, to, on, on one end, I want to limit my purchasing mm-hmm. the products as much as possible to reduce my footprint wherever it is. Yep. In other case, I, I want to keep up with fashion a little bit and also um, give uh, patronage to the companies that are actually trying to do good to the environment. So yeah. where do we draw that line? Mm, that's interesting. So, I, I mean, I feel like it's not like... Unless we're personally throwing away our clothes, I think we're less the issue. But I don't know, like... I th- I, th- I don't know. I think about it that, that a lot, right? Like, what am I doing personally to, like, fix the problem or whatever? Like, I think we have a big global warming problem or whatever, but, you know, but my car is not particularly good on gas. And I'm like, I wish the government didn't mm-hmm. let me buy this car. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and, like, that's the way we solve that problem. But, like, so so I'm like, so is it the co- the company's problem for making way more clothes than they need to? Or, or is it because I, I consider myself having solved this issue a long time ago by when I'm done with clothes or when I can't fit them anymore because I've lost so much weight and gotten so sexy mm. or went the other way, which has been happening <laughs> yep. that I, body. I <laughs> that I donate the, uh, the clothes to charity. And then in my mind, I put the clothes in the thing on the corner. Then they give those clothes to some homeless man who then says, thank God for this echo, this rock aware shirt. I can, I can now <laughs> uh, face the, the hot Florida summers. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I've done my part for society. And I think the people would get my clothes like express again. <laughs> I don't need more express clothes. Yeah. All right, yeah, there's a, man, I, there's, a, there's a homeless guy. He's like wearing your shirt. He's like, man, I look ripped. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Goodness, these tapered jeans really <laughs> get, get caught in my shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think, Bo? Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying to think. It doesn't sound like there's a too much of a conflict for you, Johnny, because you are not only. Uh, keeping up with fashion right but you're also helping out the environment right by supporting well, a company that is doing that is that enough even though yeah uh, I, I, like i question that even like is that enough that i'm buying from a company that is removing one pound of trash should i just simply buy less clothes overall in general mm, yeah probably you should i mean you should buy as little of anything as you can i mean very minimalist society so what what can you do to limit your footprint uh, as it pertains to the clothing 
that you uh, purchase, right? See, the way I think about it, as I continually buy these stretchy pants, the more of them I buy, the less of them are at the store is polluting. So, <laughs> so, Speaking uh, of. so I'm doing my part. Got some, uh, some, some, some new ones the other day. <laughs> okay. Well, I would say that, you know, I would think that I actually didn't think that clothing was very hard to recycle, to be honest. I thought it was a relatively easy thing to recycle. Mm. I mean, is it? I'm, oh, like so, like you, paper. Paper seems harder to recycle than clothing to me. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's basically still yarn, right? So, what do they like grind it up and turn it into yarn and make a new shirt? Well, I think they do actually. Yeah. Reading a little bit about those statistics, they actually do. Thirty um, percent um, of donated clothes get cut up into rags for industrial use. Twenty percent gets processed into something called soft fiber filling for furniture and home insulation, yeah, or okay. car soundproofing, and much more. Oh yeah, my old truck had a big hole in the seat, and so I would put my uh, my gym clothes in the hole <laughs> so that my butt wouldn't get hit by the springs. <laughs> so that's uh, recycling of a sort. I seem to remember uh, some, some some story a while back that said though that like uh, those donation stations that you that are on the, all over the place or whatever. That those are basically just like companies that take your clothes and then sell them to these industrial companies to make rags and stuff like that. Yeah, as long as they're being used. Oh, I don't know. I, like in my mind, I thought it was going to homeless people. And so like, when I kind of find out that a lot of those are going towards, yeah, you know, industrial. I mean, it's still like. Well, but it, landfill, it'd be something but. like if there was a company out there that went to the landfill and we have a landfill near us that's about, I don't know, how, how tall is it? Three thousand feet tall. Good grief! No, <laughs> come on. Uh, I'm um I'm embellishing for the Patreon. <laughs> um, it's two thousand. You know, it's <laughs> no, it's like eighty feet tall. If a company went out there and basically had a giant backhoe and dug up all that trash and they then sold it off and made money off it, I would say that is a very good thing. Oh hell, heck, heck yeah, yeah. If that's somehow possible, I think Sweden like burns their trash and uses it to uh the energy from that to like power their cities. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we should, like everybody should be doing that. <laughs> like, why isn't everybody doing that?" Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if burning trash is the most environmentally. They found a thing. way to do it. They're Sweden, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's so. It's a, uh, it, you know, the trash goes in, energy and chocolate come out the other side, <laughs> <laughs> and nice watches. That would be funny. If that was the case. <laughs> so, so what would be the, um, uh, well, what do you think we should do, Captain? Thanks for asking. Okay, <laughs> number one. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of your ranking in this whole. Nice. I'm number one. I like that. <laughs> You're number one. I guess Lance is. I don't know. Security officer is that? No, I'm science officer. Science officer. Science officer Lance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordy Lance Forge. I don't know. It's a tough question because I feel uh, I feel like it's up to everybody to make that own personal choice as far as how up to date in my clothing, my fashion, my accessories do I need to mm-hmm. to have? Okay. You know, depending on your job, depending on what it takes to get ahead in life, I yep. guess, and feel good about yourself to a degree. Just, it, it, I guess we just need to recognize everything we buy and everything we throw away goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. And to be um, putting our money towards companies that do the most with it and then doing uh, what we can with the stuff we have. So, like, we have recycling here in Orlando, right? But then whenever I go to visit my family members in other places and then they just, like, are throwing their cans in the trash, Ooh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I think about, like, the whole rest of the country and, like, what percentage of the country just, like, throws mm. their crap away. And the stat just read was only 5% of clothing gets donated. 95% of clothing just gets thrown away. Really? That makes sense. I mean, according to I'm the, not going to donate this. You should. Well, there, there's some really oh, tall. That shirt looks good on you, man. It's yeah. What? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, look when, when James Comey, when James Comey needs a new shirt because he uh, <laughs> goes bankrupt, he's going to need some bows donated clothes. Yeah. Well, he's going to look real funny, and he's, he's going to look Daisy Dukes. He's six foot eight, you know. 
Well, you're what six four? Yeah, I was six four. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, close enough. I say <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be showing his mid drift and short shorts. And... <laughs> oh my gosh! It says a uh, Sweden in, uh, incinerates about fifty percent of its waste to make heat and energy. By the okay. way, so I think that's pretty mm-hmm. good. I was so, gonna say yeah. another re- point in recycling. Uh, have you seen the trash islands? What in the ocean? No, the there's a like the guys. I, I think there's like a couple people around the world. What they do is they collect trash, mm-hmm. and then they put it in the water <laughs> on purpose <laughs> on purpose All right. and then they put like dirt and filler on it and they plant a tree on it and they put like a little hut and they just kind of float around their little trash island it takes all types you know to make this world go <laughs> <laughs> i think that'd be fun as crap right? of course you would bro <laughs> <Yeah>. also <laughs> of course you would i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it you wouldn't do it you'd be like hey come to garbage island it's <laughs> not that's not a thing i want to do oh, okay. no part of that sounds fun no part of that sounds, no, i don't okay. like the regular beach i'm not going to trash beach <laughs> yeah, don't dig there that's uh that's the needles you know <laughs> but but lance you and me just came from uh, Ha long bay vietnam it's beautiful and it is beautiful but people do live on the water mm-hmm. with strung together logs and other stuff just to yeah, make, like uh, make like life. barrels that they use for for ballast and then put their their yep. homes on it it was a uh, it was wild stuff it was cool I was yeah. like, man, it had like solar panels. Some, well, some people had solar panels. Most people had like mm-hmm. those are the Joneses of the How Long Bay. The they keep it keeping up there. Keeping way. up with the, the Joneses. Of- it's probably the winds. <laughs> the winds. <laughs> yes. if, if I had to guess, the winds or the hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> winds and hose. <laughs> okay. So, so I guess the moral here is for our listeners is hey, just try to be as conscious as possible with your uh, with your hard earned dollars. And uh, you know, just don't fill up your entire closet. Yeah, there you go. There or, you go. Or burn your clothes to power your house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Transfer of data is complete. Oh, hey! Welcome back to the Hunto Show. <laughs> I remain Lance. Welcome, jokes. And I'm Johnny. And I am Bo. You know, I, people I talk to about the show say they can't tell your voices apart. Oh, really? Me and Bo? Yeah. Oh. That blows my mind. Because <laughs> Johnny sounds... What? Well, I sound like what, Lance? Like you. <laughs> Good answer. And Bo sounds like, uh, like Bo. Mm. Okay, so now we're oh, going to do our... No, I, I take that as a compliment. Uh, if, they, if they think I'm some gigantic six foot four masculine guy, I'll take it. Well, I'm glad that I you feel think bad that for about you. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I could. I guess I could. You know, this is actually my radio voice. Oh, yeah? I could do my real voice. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Hello, guys. <laughs> It's me, Bo. And this is my real voice. <laughs> Mike Tyson? You know, I, I had a complex about it when I was younger, so I, I worked on it. <laughs> and I trained real hard. I'm so sorry to hear about that. Johnny, what do your real voice sound like? I, I think you just lost a few <laughs> listeners. Okay. Yeah, they're, yeah, okay. If they're still here, they're, they're little. Yeah. All right, so we're here for our world-famous pop culture segment. So, uh, so Johnny, what have you been watching, reading, blah, blah, blah? Well, I did watch Red Sparrow, starring Jennifer Lawrence. I know I'm a few weeks old on that. I was say, yeah, that's a DVD now, isn't it? No, not quite yet, but it's getting there. I haven't seen it, so I, and I wanted to see it. So tell All right, me. I'll give you the spoiler-free version as best I can. Cause I, I've gotten uh, feedback that we are too spoilery. Oh, yeah, we are too spoilery, but it's <laughs> so. okay. Um, so she dies. I, but I will go into some of the rules. <laughs> What's that? I said she dies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, in Ron Tomatoes' review, it, it does say it is thin characters in a convoluted story. So, like, uh, they're all in shape? 
Those are Russians. <laughs> they don't uh, figuratively thin. <laughs> they're they're rush. They're rations. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I really enjoy one of the uh, user reviews on Rotten Tomato, and it said, "Greatest movie I've seen in my life." <laughs> I would not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> and another person said. I really wanted Samuel Jackson to show up at the end. That's most movies. Name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the movie that Sam Jackson doesn't improve. <laughs> and uh, I think my quick takeaway for this movie is that it's a it's a movie about a Russian spy, mm-hmm. and in that context, I felt the movie performed just like a Russian would act. The movie itself was very icy on the emotions, heavy on the drama, melodrama mm-hmm. maybe, um, but everybody had like a kind of like a cold reaction to things. You you okay. you don't see people like. Sobbing and crying everywhere. It's just more, more of a, like a Russian yeah. reaction to things. Have you seen the movie? Um, I think it's called Gorky Park. <laughs> Nobody's seen this movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a pretty. I think it's a relatively famous movie. <laughs> it's not. Okay, never 15, mind. Fifteen hits on YouTube. <laughs> okay. What's it about, though? It's it's about a Russian detective, and he's trying to solve a murder, but it's actually being covered up with a KGB. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and it's it came out like. Like no, ninety two or something like that. I, I think I did hear about it, but yeah. I, I don't know. I if you never seen, I didn't know if it yeah. was the acting was very similar to that or something. I don't know. But so I would recommend it. Just know that you're going into a movie that I thought kept the pace very well. I kept the plot points pretty good. I didn't find it convoluted, and um, I think you enjoy the uh, performance. I'm not a big J Law um, fan. I like J Law. <laughs> All right. In terms of her acting skills, I like her. I like her, okay. but I think she's okay. I think she does a decent job in this yeah. one. Okay, so here's the thing with, with uh, the Red Sparrow, right? I thought it was basically trying to be like the Black Widow movie. Yes, totally. But the um the the trailers never showed me any action, and so in my mind, I thought there was like some really big action set pieces that they were like hiding from you. And from what I've heard, it I is not an action movie. No, it's, it's a spy movie. Okay. It's not a James Bond spy movie. It's more like a Tinker Tailor spy, just more. Interesting. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so you said good? Good. All right, what else you got there? I saw a horrible movie on Netflix. <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise these days, I guess, sometimes. Uh, Netflix's Titan. Mm, I think I saw that. Well, right. I saw it, but I think I saw the, it's in my list or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not good? Uh, like, how bad? Like, avoid it? I couldn't finish it. Ooh. It was that bad. Uh, so, Titan? Titan. Okay. Uh, so the concept is takes place in the near future earth is now somehow starting to become in uh, in inhospitable okay. to human life yeah um so the, <laughs> the 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 concept in this movie is hey here's the best idea to uh, save the human is to genetically modify ourselves so that we can live on one of the moons called titan oh yeah i started and, watching that it's yeah. like an anime or something right no it's an anime it's, it's a real an life anime. movie it's starring oh. samuel uh, worthington couple other folks it's, i may, be, th- I may be thinking of like godzilla or something like that it, it stars the it's uh, got a really good cast yeah it starts the khaleesi's helper uh, uh Nat- natalie emmanuel masande mm-hmm. so is she in it a lot because i watch i'll just put it on the background she's she's in some not enough probably just to look at her so so the whole idea is you genetically modify yourself and the movie turns should turn into some, something like a horror scary thrill like oh no this person evolved to a state that we can't control or anticipate and Mayhem oh, and they try to bit. kill him, and then he maybe. Yeah. But the problem was I couldn't make it that far because I'd say at least two thirds of his movie is just about him starting to transform and getting transformed. And oh, hey, look, he can swim longer than everybody else. Oh, hey, he can hold his breath longer than everybody else. And I was like, really? That's it? Like, I don't care. Just, just, just go ahead and let him evolve to his state in the next twenty minutes, and then spend the next hour exploring the 
the you know the scary moments and yeah. the unanticipated consequences. So anyways, not good. So I Googled, Don't bother. I googled Netflix is tight, and, and uh, one of the the headlines is a. Uh, is it, is it it's Net- a stinker. No, it says uh, Netflix is Titan uh, needed sex. <laughs> the Titan Netflix review: Sam Worthington's sci-fi movie needed sex. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, that was funny. All right, what, uh, what else you got, Johnny? Um, let's see. It's on our Netflix movie called uh, Orbiter Nine. It's a Spanish or Portuguese movie, perhaps. Oh, so they should be uh, Nueve. <laughs> <laughs> and Spanish word for orbiter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the concept for this one. Is really good. The execution failed on it, though. Oh, Netflix, get it together. So the, the the premise here is that well, they are trying to get into the sci-fi realm, which I do appreciate. Yes. Yeah, yes. a lot of sci-fi I love movies. That. I love that. So again, this is another sci-fi or Orbiter Nine, and it stars. So the concept is basically uh, this girl's parents died on um, on this ship that are supposed to go to go terraform and plan. So it's a long mission, long duration ship mm-hmm. mission. Parents died, so she's been growing up on the ship all by herself for the last. I don't know, dozen years. Oh, jeez. Maybe 15, 20 years. Something like that, right? So she's only like 18, 19, 20, something like that. Right? And then something goes wrong with the ship, and it takes that long for an engineer to come out there to finally meet up with it and repair it. So she's eight. So she, her parents died when she was five? Three? Yes. Like really young. I forgot what age it was. Okay. But so really young. So she's like functionally autistic. No, she's... She's she's a normal... Normal. That's, that's normal. Like te- normal okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the computer's there, and it teaches her... What she needs to learn, so it's a very okay. high intelligence ship that you're led to believe. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but she knows that the engineer is coming on this date years from now, and I guess the date comes. Engineer comes in as a guy, so first guy she's seen and all that good stuff, and stuff ensues a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. Doesn't have the same problem as the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and there's a really awesome twist in this flick. Okay, uh-huh. and I want to spoil it. Yeah, don't. Okay. Until okay. Can tell not to. So it's a really cool twist that happens. You know, in the first half hour or so. Is it good? See, that's the problem. The, the <laughs> next hour of execution on how they go about uh-huh. telling the rest of the story is like, oh, man, that's just not the way. Like, there's plot points that lead to nowhere. It's such a good concept. And they failed. Okay. Let's see. And uh, for my pop culture, I read a whole bunch of books. Um, I read uh, that Fire and Fury book. Uh, and the main takeaway from that is that uh, Jared and Ivanka are both really stupid. <laughs> like, comically dumb. It was their idea to hire Scaramucci and their idea to fire Comey, which led to Mueller, which I thought was funny. Um, and uh, Steve Bannon was the only one that was smart, which I thought was also funny. Okay, uh, And also, I don't know if you guys have been following Kanye West news today, but in the last Bo week... Has. <laughs> I do see some tweets where it's like, his new album has seven songs. Or something <laughs> like well, he needs to put out the album to end all albums to get out of the hole that he is in with me right now. I have been a Kanye West apologist for years and years and years. And he has just been... Well, isn't he, like, friends with, like, Trump and stuff? <laughs> That's the thing. So he, he went to Trump Tower uh, right when Trump got elected. And I was like, I don't know about that one, buddy. That's a bad look. But but so he re- the recent thing he did was he tweeted that um, he loves the way that Candace Owens thinks. So Candace Owens, for those of us who don't know who she is, which is everybody, she's a black conservative thinker. And I like I Google her to see what she like what she thinks to see what Kanye West was endorsing, and then she was just like Black Lives Matter is a bunch of whiners who have nothing going on, just a bunch of like hating on everything that is basically good in the world, and she's just like a bad person, wow, <laughs> for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, you don't want to be associated with her. And I was like, man. So then Kanye called into this radio show, and then well, the radio show called Kanye called Kanye's friend, and then Kanye was in the background. 
<laughs> yelling. So then the dude was like, put Kanye on the phone. And then Kanye got on the phone and then he just went off the rails and is, he's gone full sunken place. I don't know what's going on with Kanye, but for like listening to his first album, yeah. when he was like all pro black and all the stuff like that. Now he's just like, well, he's basically now a rich white person, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. He's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> he's hanging out with Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm, he's, he's on Stacey Dash status for me, not right now, guys. Um, and I'm just, I'm just counting down the days till he gets a segment on Fox News. Wow. Like, me and Kanye have broken up. Oh, well, no. I mean, I, I'd probably oh, so actually sorry, watch Lance. What'd you say? I'd probably actually watch <laughs> Me too, right? Kanye <laughs> on Fox News. You mean like, I wouldn't even know how his interview style would go. You think he just, <laughs> He stared at <laughs> Read these tweets. He probably talked the whole time. Probably wouldn't let his guests talk at all. I would love to see Kanye West get like somebody really famous on the show and then just talk over him the entire time. <laughs> like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like those two can just like. So I was so happy because Taylor Swift imploded and like everybody, she, Kanye and Kim exposed her as being this liar. And I was like, yes, Kanye, you won. And then he just decided to take defeat from the jaws of victory <laughs> well well so what if, what if no. what if kanye is doing like this this uh character art so this is the this is the before the third act right mm-hmm. this is the low point and then he's going to redeem himself in everybody's eyes and then you're gonna love him more than ever because you always believed in him and he came back and he made you feel made you proud of him he can come he can, like he's not so so bad in my book that he can never come back but he he needs to put out like Kanye versus Kanye album or whatever, and like rap rap against himself, like his old self and his new self, yeah, and then something like that. But all right, but that's all I got. And for- what if it is the Kardashians? They're just like they mess with they mess with men, man. Uh, old boy yeah. got on crack. Um, is it new dudes doing all kind of crazy stuff? The Kardashians are they're doing something to these people. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, I saw Rampage. It was a uh, good enough. And oh, what no. are you talking about, man? I love that, that movie video was game. great. What you saw it too? I saw it too. The movie was great. <laughs> it does what you needed to do. <laughs> okay, was the crocodile creature? Was it everything I hoped to be? That's the creature I used to play in the game. There was always the lizard. Like, like the effects were like the rock was the rock. The rock was fine. Everything was good. Yeah. It, it's not a bad movie. Like it's it's just not like it. It but, didn't so, blow me away. It, it did everything it was supposed to do. Okay, just right. fine. I, I feel like it came out of the movie more hyped than what you're projecting into the microphone right now. You came out of that movie thinking, man, The Rock can do do no wrong. That movie was great, great action. Oh man, I feel good about about The Rock and everything he does. It's a, it's a B minus. It's 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 fine. If you like, if you wanted to go see it, go see it. Basically, like, but if you didn't want to go see it, you're fine. Yeah, that's a yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I give it a B minus as well. Okay, I would say, go. hey, if you go see it, you definitely won't regret it. I think you'll leave it uh, with a smile on your face. Yeah, there you go. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Black Panther the third time. It's a per- perfect movie. Well, kind of forever. I'm out. <laughs> Bo? Uh, well, so, as you can tell, my my life in the, doing anything uh, entertainment-wise, it's kind of nil. But I did try to start watching the show Killing Eve mm, haven't on heard BBC. Of that it's, uh, on BBC. There it is. Yeah, yeah. If it's going to be a network, it's usually BBC. Or I tried watching Godzilla on Netflix. The anime? Yeah, the anime. Uh, it was... It was... I don't know. <laughs> I think that about sums it up right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I'm I'm expecting like just like a crazy monster instead of, you know, it's this, you know, this future where these people, they, they're off of Earth and they're coming back to Earth and they're looking for Godzilla and uh, it's just silly. So I, I couldn't get into that. And then I started watching this one show that I really, uh, I, you know, I kind of like um, uh, stories that create this really uh, off, 
a feeder or vivid world or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember the name of this show. And obviously, this is a terrible review because I can't remember the name of the show. Eastworld? No, it wasn't Eastworld. It was um, Northworld? No. <laughs> uh, it was. Um, was it? It was like the Sea of Sand, like the elephant on the Sea of Sand. Ah, yes. The, uh, the elephant on the Sea of Sand. Oh, yes. <laughs> that tie would totally grab Bo. <laughs> what is this? Mm. Mm, the elephant on the Sea of Sand. Well, something like that. But uh, it's essentially there's an island of that's floating around in like this uh, of garbage, not <laughs> garbage. But it's an island in in the sea in between, and I guess is just sand. And they, these islands kind of float around, and they kind of bump into each other. And there's like a village on there, and it, <laughs> it's kind of a neat little concept. I liked it. Uh, like it. How big are the islands? Are they like city size? Um, you know, Villages? I would say a, a younger me would have fully accepted the storyline. Hook, line, and sinker. The older me looks at that and says, that's not enough people that, you know, after like five generations, eh, so oh, I don't want to think about getting it. getting pretty incesty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so, you know. A couple, couple, couple cross-eyed people on the uh, island there. Yeah, there's like one guy with like a short arm. And, you know, <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> 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 okay. That's the nice theme this episode for both <laughs> islands. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, so uh, so, uh, so thanks for listening to the Junto Show. Uh, uh, Johnny was saying uh, you can reach us on our Patreon. What's the info for that, there, Johnny? The Patreon page. Oh, uh, we'll include in our show notes. Okay, if you would please leave us a five star review on iTunes. We're also available on what platforms, guys? Uh, Stitcher. Tune in. Mm, tune in. Can you rate on Tune in? I don't think you can. I tried rating yeah. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, rate us however you can. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm John. Ooh. Well, you're Johnny. <laughs> hey, okay. I should be so lucky. Well, I'm Lance. That's how they get you. <laughs> and I'm, hold up, hold up. I don't like that that uh, that pitch you put in your voice. I'm still both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to be someone. We'll be back next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.